this is going to be a super, super special episode because it's the 10th episode. Yay! And every 10th episode, I am going to talk about some lessons that I've learned from one of my coaches, teachers, mentors, or any other person in my life that has taught me a lot and helped me grow. And today, I'm going to be talking about lessons that I've learned from Dr. Aziz. And I got this idea from Brooke Castillo because I love her podcast. It's called The Life Coach School. And every 10th episode, she does a lessons learned from episode. And I find those so inspiring. Before we get started, I have to share a review that I just saw with you. The review is from Dustin's Must. And Dustin, I think your name is, says, Amber's wonderful insights and take on things helped me to find the courage I was longing for to change some of the habits that were hindering me from getting to where I wanted to be in my relationship. Thank you so much for your review. My best friend actually texted me this morning and sent me a picture of that review. She was like, oh my gosh, look what this person wrote. And it like literally when I saw it, I just jumped out of bed and I got my day started. And I was just so excited and happy to read that. So when you guys leave reviews, it helps my podcast reach more people and it also just makes me super happy so (laughs) thank you so much for leaving reviews and I appreciate any other reviews that you leave so um let's talk about Dr. Aziz Dr. Aziz is my boss I read Dr. Aziz's book The Art of Extraordinary Confidence and it was one of my top favorite books ever And it helped me so much. And in his book, he has a chapter on bold asking, which I'm going to talk about later in this podcast. And basically, he talks about the idea that in life, to move forward, you have to take bold action. And bold asking is a part of that as well, like making bold requests of other people. And so after I read the book, I made a bold request to him. I sent him an email and asked him if he could create an internship for me so that I could learn how to coach. After a process of interviewing with his assistant and then interviewing, like doing an interview project and then having an interview with him, I was hired as his intern. And after being his intern, I was hired on as a coach on his team. So that's actually where my professional coaching experience comes from, is working with him. And that led to all sorts of awesome opportunities, like going to Portland three times a year to help at his events and working with people in person there, meeting all of my clients and working with them. Some of them live like from all around the world, like uh, New Zealand and the Dominican Republic. So it's introduced me to so many amazing people and I've learned so much along the journey. And so I want to share with you some of Dr. Aziz's wisdom that he has passed along to me, and now I shall pass it on to you. The first most important fundamental thing that Dr. Aziz taught me is that the fundamental foundation of confidence is being on your own side no matter what. And that was the first time I ever heard it phrased that way, and as I was listening to his podcasts and reading his book and just the way that he is as a boss, I really got to learn what that means. And what that means is being kind to yourself, even when you fuck something up at work, 
when somebody rejects you, when you forgot somebody's birthday, when you have an angry outburst, like whenever you do those things that you yourself don't approve of, still somehow finding a way to be compassionate with yourself and being kind to yourself and basically treating yourself the way that you would treat others. And most people, when they hear be on your own side no matter what, think that means accepting any horrible behavior from yourself and not trying to improve and thinking that that's okay and that's acceptable and doing it again in the future. But really being on your own side no matter what and being compassionate with yourself just means treating yourself the same way that you would a friend or somebody else that you love. So for example, if your friend has an angry outburst, you wouldn't assume that they're just a horrible person who deserves no happiness or love in life and needs to be punished. You would probably go up to them and say like, I mean, later when they cool down, like, hey, what's going on with you? Obviously, you're hurt about something or you're really upset about something like this is so unlike you. What's going on? And coming from a place of compassionate curiosity. And that doesn't mean that your friend's behavior was acceptable or you're going to condone it and tell them they should keep on doing that. It just means that you're actually going to approach it from a place of love and curiosity and trying to solve the problem rather than punishing them. Because if you just go to your friend and you say, you stupid idiot, why would you have that outburst? Like, first of all, you're (laughs) no better than them. And second of all, that doesn't help. That's never really serve to improve anybody's behavior is punishing them, belittling them, criticizing them. And yet that's so often what we do in our own minds. And Dr. Aziz really introduced me to this idea that you have a relationship with yourself. And it's not just you and the outside world. There's also this relationship between you and you. And how you treat yourself internally determines what you are capable of doing externally. So let's say that you're really critical of yourself and you're not always on your own side, especially when you make mistakes or especially when things don't go your way. Let's say you're wanting to ask a guy out and you've never done that before and you're really nervous and you do it and he says no. Now, if you go home and you beat yourself up and you're super critical of yourself and you tell yourself it's because you're ugly or you're not good enough in whatever way, then how likely are you to go out and put yourself out there again in the future? Much less likely because nobody wants to deal with their own inner critic every time that they fail. And yet for most things that we want in life, it requires a certain number of failures or mistakes or not getting what you want. And so it's absolutely critical to be compassionate to yourself and be on your own side if you want to achieve the things that you want on the outside. And being on your own side gives you the courage to go and take action and take bold action. So speaking of bold action, that is another lesson that Dr. Aziz taught me is that in life to move forward, you have to take bold action. And sometimes we get really caught up in thinking (laughs) that we're taking action but and we are and we're working hard and it's taking up our energy but it's not bold action and bold action 
is when you do things that are outside of your comfort zone. So for example, if you're just like doing busy work all day, like let's say you're wanting to start a business and you're like doing a bunch of things on the computer all day, but it's not really moving you forward. It's probably because you're not really doing enough that is actually outside of your comfort zone that scares you, that requires a level of courage and that challenges you. And that has been a really foundational thing for me to judge how much effort I'm putting into something instead of just judging how tired I feel at the end of the day or how many things I checked off on a to-do list. I actually judge my effort by how many things I've done outside of my comfort zone. And so one way that I apply this is I created a list and I call it fear setting. And it's not what um, Tim Ferriss has some video called fear setting on YouTube. It's not that. Basically, I just write down all the things that are uncomfortable for me to do, whether it's just outside of my comfort zone, like it scares me, or it just requires like, eh, like discomfort, like even creating podcasts sometimes it can is not as easy as watching TV, for example. So that's like something that I would put on my fear list. And then there might be another thing for my fear list was, for example, going vegan. And that requires a lot of discomfort, like any big change to your diet. And also just I was scared of like trying something again and failing. So I just like anything that I feel slightly is slightly out of my comfort zone or causes me any discomfort, but I know it would be good for me. I put on my fear list. And um, another way of saying that would be my bold action list. So it's like two pages long now. I keep adding to it. And my goal is to just check everything off as quickly as possible And with those actions, I have seen much greater results in any area of my life than if I just create a to-do list of like things that are laying around that I have to get done. Like it just doesn't have as much of a big impact on an area of my life as taking bold action that's outside of my comfort zone. And all of that builds momentum and it keeps you motivated. So if you're trying to improve your dating life, it might be worth it to write down five actions that are outside of your comfort zone right now that would be bold for you. And once you do those, you're going to feel like a new level of exhilaration and confidence and momentum to keep going, even if you don't get the result immediately. Plus, you'll see results much quicker than if you're just, for example, on Tinder, swiping right and left. That's probably not really outside of your comfort zone. But maybe for you it is. (laughs) Another lesson I learned from Dr. Aziz is all about bold asking and making bold requests of people, like I told you, for example, when I asked him to create an internship for me. But another time that this came up in our relationship was when I finished the internship and we had a negotiation about my pay moving forward as I was getting hired. And I remember I asked for a pretty low number for this one area of like what I would be doing work-wise. And he started laughing at me, (laughs) like in the middle of the negotiation. And he started laughing. He was like, Amber, you have to ask for more. (laughs) And I think he's probably the first employer to ever do that in the world. Um, But basically, he was trying to tell me to make a bolder request. I was just asking for like the least amount that 
wouldn't make him uncomfortable and like wouldn't make me uncomfortable saying it even though like any amount would make me uncomfortable um because I wasn't very experienced with negotiating pay and I think I was just talking to a friend about this the other day that a lot of women feel especially uncomfortable talking about pay and so that is one way that he taught me to make bolder requests and it's okay to make people uncomfortable <laughs> with your requests. Um, they, of course, always have the right to say no or to compromise. But you always have the right to make a bold request and ask anything of anyone. And a lot of, this also applies just in general with questions and conversation. A lot of clients will ask me, well, if I ask them a question like, what are you most passionate about, for example, isn't that going to make them uncomfortable? Like, what if they don't want to answer such a personal question? Well, they don't have to. I always say you have the right to ask and they have the right to say no. And that's true for any bold requests that you make as well. So another big lesson that Dr. Aziz has taught me is just generally his mindset around making mistakes. And I don't think that I could explain this as well as he did in his book. So I'm just going to read you a quote from his book, The Art of Extraordinary Confidence. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to make errors. You're going to mess up and drop the ball. You're going to fall short of your goal. You're going to fail. And if you aren't doing any of these things and you're not taking action, or the action you're taking is so small and safe and inside your comfort zone that it's probably not going to do much for you anyways. So that quote it highlights something that we obviously know from experience, which is if you're taking action and moving forward, some of your action is going to be imperfect. And some of the circumstances that you land in are going to be imperfect. And we hear that all the time in different ways. And yet somehow in real life, when we actually start taking action, the first challenge that comes up or the first mistake that we make or the first undesirable circumstance that comes up we're like, no, this isn't supposed to be happening. This is wrong. This shouldn't be happening. If I were better, this wouldn't have happened. And that's not true. Anybody who is taking bold action in their lives is going to make mistakes and drop the ball and all of the other things that he listed there. And I just think that's such a good reminder. And it's something that we have to continually learn again and again and again, because for some reason, every time I make a mistake, I'm still like, this mistake, this one shouldn't have happened. <laughs> like, okay, maybe other people can accept their mistakes, but this mistake in particular, I need to punish myself now. <laughs> and it's just good to remember that, no, this is like all other mistakes and it doesn't help us to beat ourselves up and we don't need to be critical and we can just learn from it and move on. All right, I could go on and on sharing with you all the lessons that I've learned from Dr. Aziz over the time that I've known him and from all the books that he's written and all of his podcasts and all of his YouTube videos, which if you heard anything that I was talking about in this podcast episode and you're like, I really needed to hear that, definitely check out his books, his podcast, which is called Shrink for the Shy Guy and his YouTube channel channel. If you type in his name, I'll put it in the show notes. You can find that really easily. And Dr. Aziz, I just want to say that you are such an awesome boss and you're really funny 
And you've taught me so much, not just like in terms of life lessons, but also just about coaching and how to help people. And I'm eternally grateful for the opportunity to have worked with you. And I'm so grateful that you introduced me to all of the clients that I've worked with, both one-on-one and also at the events, because every time I go to the events, I'm just crying the whole time and laughing the whole time. And I feel like I made lifelong friends over the course of like two or three days. And I'm just so grateful for you for having taken so much bold action in your own life, which has created so many opportunities for all of the people who have gotten to know you like me with this job and with all of the friendships that I've created. And I'm just really happy I met you. So thank you so much for your impact in my life. And thank you guys for listening to this podcast today. All right. If you have any questions, do you find me on Instagram or Facebook? I'll put that link in the show notes and you can send me a private message on there and I'll answer them in upcoming podcast episodes. And I love you guys. Have a great day. Bye.